Where'd the beats go? I liked the beats. What beats? The beats that it started. It's like, there were like two or three good beats, so I was starting to bop to it, and then next thing you know... Oh yeah, wasn't it longer it's than that? It's the same one. No, oh. it's longer. No. There we go. Yeah, and then they just went away. That's the same thing that I just played. I know. It's I want the beats longer. Oh, okay. You know? I'll see what I can do. Uh, happy anyway, Thursday. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to another bonus episode of The Cabin Podcast. And if you're joining us for the first time, somehow on a bonus episode, we are the official <laughs> podcast of Discover Wisconsin. I'm Susan Foch. I'm Eric Paulson. I'm Audio Dave. And we are so excited to be hitting your earbuds, your Bluetooth speakers, your computer, your YouTube channel, wherever you are listening to The Cabin speakers. Podcast. I said Bluetooth. Boat speakers? Your gramophones? For those of you who have (laughs) downloaded and pressed these podcasts to Does that work? Okay. (laughs) Anyway, wherever you're listening to the Was it vinyl that they used gramophones with? Uh, Those were wax albums. Wax Wax records, yeah. Yeah. We're going back to the 1940s on this one, Susan. All right. (laughs) Your recording history. Okay. okay. All right. Anyway, uh, you can tell it's been a day for us already. (laughs) Uh, Today, we are combining two of our favorite topics, our listeners' favorite topics, which is all things like hiking, camping, Wisconsin State Parks, and ready audio, Dave? Yep. Hidden gems. Specifically, we are excited to be partnering this episode with the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources to share their recommendations for five hidden gem state parks around Wisconsin that you probably have not visited but absolutely need to because they are so Mm -hmm. stinking stunning. Um, And honestly, who's better to ask than the people who like spend day in and day out at the state parks and what their favorite recommendations are? So we chose five state parks. Every corner of the state, plus one in central Wisconsin, so everyone got some love in this episode. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we're excited to talk state parks, you guys. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah. I myself haven't been to a majority of these, so Mm -hmm. I'm excited to do a little bit of learning myself. You have have your favorite, which you consider your own hidden gem. Oh, I don't know. Which you have been loathe at times to share with us. (laughs) Oh, well, Yellowstone Lake State Park. It took a while to get that out of you. Yeah, well... You'll talk about Blanchardville all day long. Oh, yeah. I love how uh, we do have a someone on Instagram who commented and changed your name from Audio Dave to the future mayor of Blanchardville. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Which is perfect. <laughs> all righty. So we're going to start. Um, should we go clockwise on this? We'll start in Where northeast. Start in the clock? center? We'll start in northeast Wisconsin, I thought, and then we'll go around. And then right, we'll end in cool. the center. Okay, okay, so northeast Wisconsin, the first one up is Governor Thompson State Park in Crivitz. I do believe that's the second newest state park in the system. Is mm. it? It was established in 2000, and it's out there. I mean, it's out a ways. It's north and kind of northwest of Crivitz mm-hmm. in Marinette County. And it is, it's very huge. It's very natural. Mm. It's very pretty. Uh, over 2,800 a- acres of woods. Family campground, picnic. Woods Lake flows through there, uh, so there's a nice beach there. Hiking trails, six miles of shoreline. And uh, there's a lot of flowages in that yeah. area of the state. Cauldron Falls is the one that goes through there. And mm. there's just, it's a great getaway place. Governor Thompson State Park is one of the more chill state parks. And that's one of the reasons it's a hidden gem is mm. because it's newer, not as well-known, and it, it doesn't have, like, you know, if you go to a park like Devil's Lake where everybody knows, oh, there's Devil's Rock and there's this, there's not as many of those benchmark things in Governor Thompson State Park. 
but there is a lot to do if you're a pure recreation, pure camping, get away from it all kind of person. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, and that's really helpful because when I was having chats with the ladies from the WDNR about this episode, like the biggest thing that they were talking about is the fact that because it's more spread out, not as many people are there. It also is minimizing the impact on the land, therefore also preserving the land for a much longer period of time. um, So you get to be a good steward of the environment. And kind of see this whole new aspect that, yeah, isn't all over Instagram the way like Devil's Lake State Park is, which like no shade to it. It's gorgeous. But if you want something different, Mm -hmm. yeah. Very much a nice Northwoods State Park. And Mm -hmm. we actually filmed there, boy, I don't know, maybe five years ago at this point when we did an episode on Marinette County. Mm -hmm. So I interviewed the park ranger there and that was, it was fun. My big memory, of course, we, we had kayaked and climbed towers all day long. So I was a mess and I had to clean up for the interview and... At the time, there were no facilities I could run into, so I just stripped all the way down completely and redressed in the parking lot. Oh, boy. But it was so sparsely attended. Yeah. There, uh, I was able to, unless Google Earth saw me. <laughs> which is possible. Which, yeah, don't look Zoom, it up now. But, zooming uh, in now? No. Yeah. Um, but I, I had a great interview good. with her, and it was it's it's probably one of the most relaxing Get away from it all state parks yeah. we have. You mentioned there's a lot of shoreline there. It mm-hmm. kind of looks like the Peshtigo River kind of just it swerves right around it. And yeah. there are so many access points. There really are. Probably a lot of good fishing in the area. Tons of good fishing, uh, good kayaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh and you know, Crivets, it's it's way out it's way out there, but Crivets isn't far away if you need yeah. if you need some you know, stuff. Yeah. A nice little getaway. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So there you have it. In Northeast Wisconsin, our first hidden gem state park is Governor Thompson State Park in Crivets. Oh, I'll keep the transitions going. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're looking to you, producer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sorry. All right. <laughs> so moving clockwise then. So down to Southeast Wisconsin, uh, this is an important note. So it's Point Beach State Forest, which... Yeah, so state forests are counted within the state park system. Yeah, you need a state park pass to access it. And I mm-hmm. thought it was part of this—well, I guess it is kind of part of the state park mm-hmm. system. But yeah. its official title is state forest. Yeah, but it all falls under the umbrella of state parks, which mm-hmm. is why we've included it in here. And that is in uh, Two Rivers, Wisconsin. And it's north of the rivers themselves. It hugs the lakeshore mm-hmm. as the lakeshore juts east out over— because basically, at Manitowoc and Two Rivers, the lake the lake shore really goes northeast pretty dramatically, which is one reason it's a lot cooler in those areas. South breeze off the lake keeps that area cool when it, when other areas are warmer. Cool thing about Point Beach, uh, there's a lot of beautiful forest, but the Raleigh Point Lighthouse is a... I, I won't call it a hidden gem, the lighthouse itself, because it sticks out, you know? Seems like you mm-hmm. don't want to hide a lighthouse. No, you don't. That, well, <laughs> very good point. <laughs> but in terms of the uh, the tourist attraction it is yes. now, yes. <laughs> it is the tallest uh, lighthouse on the Great Lakes. Hmm. And that's uh, from the late 1800s. Very cool. In fact, we were filming there. They have a lot of great beach there, too. The sand's really nice because the lake just keeps depositing more and more on there. Lovely. And we ran into uh, these two women who were staying at Raleigh's Point Lighthouse. You can't normally stay there, but it is part of the Coast Guard. And it's so if you're military, wow. sometimes you can stay there hmm. b- based on certain conditions. And so this one woman, her husband was deployed. The other was a military veteran. 
So they were lounging on the beach. They were, I, they were probably women in their 30s or so. And uh, they each had a daughter, and they were playing. They were doing some stand-up paddleboard stuff in the water, all, like, with the lighthouse right behind them. Wow. And it was a very— How picturesque. It yeah. absolutely was. And I, I love thought, it. What an incredible place to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you just walk—and there's sand dunes there. You know, Wisconsin's side of Lake Michigan doesn't have a lot of dunes. There's some around Colorandre, and there's some around— uh, Point Beach State Forest. There aren't many more, hmm. but uh, the sandy dunes and the, there's a little bit of uh, boardwalk wood that they put on some of those so you can walk on them without disturbing them too much. And um, definitely a great uh, spot to check out. And it's just, I mean, it's literally on the border with two rivers. Mm-hmm. It sounds so beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Well, keeping our travel going, so to southwest Wisconsin, I yes. think this is the one that we were all really excited about oh, yeah. that we do love. <laughs> so it's a hidden gem, but we all love it, which is why Lucing State Park in, is it Bagley? Bag, well. Ba- or Bagley. How, are, how do you say Bagley. However a Wisconsin Bagley. accent would do it. <laughs> I say Bagley, but a lot of people would say Bagley. Yeah. Uh, that's its mailing address. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's just south of Prairie du Chien. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can kind of, you can see Prairie du Chien from up on you the can. cliff. You can. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and the reason you can see Prairie du Chien is because the topography right there, mm-hmm. second to none. It's incredible. You get the most incredible panoramic views. It uh, sits 500 feet above the confluence where the Mississippi River and the Wisconsin River meet. So you are just looking over. If you if you are able to score one of the campsites on the ridge, mm. you get to the, your last view before you go to bed gets to be the sun setting over that swamp area and like all of the water from those rivers meeting reflects the beautiful sky and it is just magical it's remarkable at sunrise too yeah or so i've heard because i won't get up that early but (laughs) it is you're literally on a cliff you're perched above everything on those campsites right there Mm -hmm. yeah last we were there couple weeks ago, I managed to catch a sunrise just because my back was not having sleeping on the ground anymore. (laughs) And I was just like, well, might as well go watch the sunrise. That'll that'll happen on camping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of, I mean, some really great hiking trails where you're climbing the rocks and you're threading some of these. Some of these rocks have a little split. You walk right between them and Mm -hmm. it's very cool. Canoeing is great. The biking is great. There's a lot of big biking trails there. Bluff top overlooks, including some Native American mounds, several yeah. natural ones, mm-hmm. and there's a poignant, yet at times sad, salute to the passenger pigeon on one of those overlooks. Now, I looked for that this time, and I still didn't find it. It's by where a lot of the mounds are. Okay. Um, if you're oh, on the park, yep. that confluence area, you go a little bit south along the yeah. along those trails like that go right by the bluff. when you start to take that road down to the boat launch. Yes, you, exactly. Okay. And then yep, you go, we did drive we up there, back up. didn't go and see the mounds. Yep, but, but if you went in there and okay. saw the mounds, the Passenger Pigeon uh, Monument is right there. And speaking hmm. of, that is the most peaceful drive going down to that boat launch from the park <laughs> because you just sit and coast going like 20 miles per hour and you're you're driving down the full 500 feet elevation. Pop it in neutral. Yeah. It's just like you completely coast and space out and it is so peaceful. Until the car comes the other way that's gunning the engine trying to go up. Yeah. (laughs) There's two sides to every story. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have you guys ever had like a picnic up there though? One of those bluffs? That would be so beautiful. Just camp meals. Yeah. All right. (laughs) All right. Cooking eggs on the fire overlooking that sunrise. Oh. Take me back. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so I think we've shown some love to to Wyoming losing, and rightfully so. And by the way, compared to say Governor Thompson, it is one of the oldest state parks in the system. Mm. It's been there for a long, long time. I think nineteen seventeen. Yeah, it's over hundred years off old. Off the top of your head, do you know what the first state park was? Uh, it oh, it was it Devil's Lake or was it? No, I think it was Peninsula. Was it? Oh, this is just the part of the episode that I like to to quiz you that's on. That's a good question. <laughs> I, I think it's one of those two, actually. Hmm. I'm not positive, but I think so. But I know the next one we're going to talk about is also oh. right up there as one of the oldest because mm. it is also just over 100 years old as well. Oh, really? Interstate. Yeah. Oh, we, that's We Googled it. that at the same time. <laughs> yep. Interstate State Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. I stand corrected. Yeah, in the St. Croix region. Okay, mm-hmm. but that's not our hidden gem. Our hidden, our next hidden gem in the Northwest is Pattinson State Park in Superior. Pattinson. Pattinson State Park in Superior. Named after one Martin Pattinson, whose great-grandkid is one of my dad's best friends. Oh. <laughs> hmm. All right, then. Martin Pattinson was a uh, rich lumber and iron ore guy who lived in what is today the Fairlawn Mansion in Superior. And he... Uh, there is a beautiful area south of Superior, and that's this is where Pattison State Park is. And there is a gorgeous waterfall there, the highest in the state, fourth highest east of the Rockies, uh, called Big Manitou Falls, which I'll talk more about in a second. But uh, they were going to, the state was thinking about building a dam upriver from the Black River up there where that thing is. Mm. And he didn't want them to do that. Uh, so what he did is he secretly bought up all the land, including <laughs> yeah. from the farmers who owned the land where the waterfall was. He bought up like 660 acres, which is just over a square mile, <laughs> and donated it to the state Yeah, on the condition they make it a state park. That's awesome. And he passed away, I think a year or two before that actually finished happening, oh. but they dedicated Pattison State Park in 1920. And it is home, Highway 35, by the way, which is not the Great River Road at this point, you're way too far north, it cuts right through the middle of the park, so you can't miss it if you're driving to Superior on 35. And Big Manitou Falls is... Gosh, a couple hundred feet to the west. Mm-hmm. And it is spectacular, 165 feet high. And just whether the water is running down a trickle or roaring over it, it is a beautiful view. And you can see it from multiple perspectives. There's a deck that hangs out on the north side of it. There's a, a trail with a rock wall that you can just kind of lean on and look over on the south side of it. And uh, you can get really close to it, too. Nice. So it's very, very cool. And that's big Manitou. That means there might be a little Manitou. Mm-hmm. And there is upriver. And it's actually a twin falls. Yeah. Hmm. It's called Little Manitou Falls, but there's it's a twin. And it's it's much shorter. It's only 31 feet high, but it's still really cool the, mm-hmm. way, it, the way it forks. And you can get really, really close to that one, too. So you, you are really at one with the waterfalls at Patterson <laughs> yeah. State Park. There's a nice lake in between, a 1,400-acre park. Uh, there's a beach there, a nature, a really good nature center, very comprehensive, a uh, lot of hiking trails, camping. Fall colors are spectacular, and fall arrives early there, so <laughs> yeah, enjoy while you can. You can imagine. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds just gorgeous. And we have one last Hidden Gem State Park on this list, which is in central Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. it is in Wapaka. It's Hartman Creek State Park. Have it's you so been hidden, to this? I haven't been there. I was going to yeah. say, have you been to this one, Eric? None of us have. Mm-mm. Ooh, okay. So I'm so glad we have, we have other talking points. Yeah, and the DNR <laughs> yeah. gave us some stuff on this one. Mm-hmm. So this one is in the Red and the Beautiful Channel Lakes. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, well, Packet Channel Lakes are beautiful. It is. You've got the Packet there, Kings right there. Yeah. And, yeah, it's spectacular. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's uh, camping, boating, swimming, horseback riding? 
mm. opportunities. And mountain biking. I guess you, I'm assuming you bring your own horse. That's a good question. You just find the nearest one from one of the farmers. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Can I just right borrow out. this yeah. just for fun? I was told there was horseback riding, so I'll be taking this. I'm going to take an Instagram pic. I'll bring it back. I first swear. time I was ever injured trying to impress a girl was me riding a horse and falling off because I was showboating. <laughs> that actually sounds very on brand for who you are yeah. as a person. <laughs> I was four. <laughs> when this happened. That's even more on so, brand. So yeah. I still an still, early start and embarrassing yourself in yeah. front of the opposite sex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there would be many, many more instances. But yeah, I did the gosh, I think she was probably like 14, which when you're four is like, you know, super cougar ancient. But um <laughs> I'm riding the horse and I, I was near her. I wanted to impress her, so I did the no hands. Uh oh. Next thing I know. I'm in the air. Oh, I just I remember seeing the ground getting like more and more detailed and just bam. Oh my god. I cried. My mom ran over. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> so Oh my gosh. You know, the thing, but the things you do when you're mm-hmm. nervous about kindergarten and such. <laughs> I a lot on your plate at that point. <laughs> Sorry for the tangent. Now along with horseback riding, uh, there are mountain biking opportunities too. Mm-hmm. And it's not that's not a rough terrain region, but there's enough Hmm. mountain biking kind of hills just just enough mm-hmm. to really give you some uh you know chance yeah. to do some tricks and <laughs> some get, tricks get some good exercise yeah and, and if I, that's not your style i'm actually pretty excited because they mentioned um and shared with us something so perfect for this podcast which is a beautiful historic log cabin mm, the very nice. house. how on brand I love it. Um, some of the pictures there are gorgeous, and I'll make sure that those are on our Instagram page today uh, when the episode goes live. And then again, my other favorite activity when we do these kinds of hiking and biking and things, which is it's picnicking. Like make a charcuterie board, bring some wine, have a great yep. day. <laughs> I, I, some oh, those sandwiches, we're talking charcuterie board. I love a good picnic. You grew up on Lunchables, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I love a good picnic moment. Um, and the, they also make the note to do it on crystal clear Mar Lake. Mm. That looks nice, yeah. So, and when they describe it as crystal clear, I believe them. Yeah. Yeah, they would have the strictest standards for that. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, there you have it. Five beautiful Hingem State Parks, so hidden that not even we have been to all of them. Yeah. Yeah. One of those parks none of us have visited, which now that has to change. So, I think now we have to, yes. We'll have to go to Hinder Brewing Company afterwards and (laughs) grab a beer. (laughs) Perfect. All right, cabin listeners, before we wrap up today's bonus episode, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, we are talking with the new state parks director, Steve. Welcome to the cabin. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Susan. It's it's great to be with you today. Awesome. So we are so excited to have you as the new state parks director. Really quickly, can you tell us, and this might be a loaded question, but what makes Wisconsin state parks so like fantastic and kind of above the cut of everything else? Sure, you bet. I mean, we have, you know, besides our 49 state parks, we have uh, 44 state trails and 15 state forests, as well as recreation areas and the lower Wisconsin Riverway. And just the, the wide breadth of recreational opportunities, anything from, you know, the shores of Lake Michigan to, you know, Northern Highland American Legion State Forest up north to the uh, the Lower Wisconsin Riverway and, and properties along the Mississippi River. And then everything kind of, you know, in between there, you know, you, you have uh, 
a lot of very popular state parks and trails. Yeah, fantastic. And do you have, and this might be difficult, but do you have a favorite state park that you like to to hike or to camp in? And do you also have a favorite hidden gem state park that you like to explore? Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, having worked at, at at Devil's Lake State Park for 27 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I I feel like I know that that property pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I've really enjoyed getting out and, and checking out a lot of other state parks and state trails and and uh, recreation areas kind of as we go along. You know, a couple highlights of ones that I that I really like are uh, Wild Lucene State Park. You know, down near Prairie Sheen. Mm-hmm. You have you know at the confluence of the Mississippi and the Wisconsin River down there. It's especially in the fall. That's just a great a great great property, and they have some nice campsites and some really great trails along there. And so that's a, that's a great uh, property as well as, you know, I, you know, I kind of got started in bike trails last year and, you know, obviously one of the most famous uh, bike trails in the nation, Elroy Sparta trail, you know, they, uh, they had a little damage a few years ago, but you know, they're uh, probably should have that finished up this year, but you know, they've got the, the classic tunnels and just, a, it's a great opportunity to get out on the landscape and, and kind of travel along at that old rail bed. And, and it's, it's very enjoyable. That's awesome. And so if someone was exploring a new, you know, state park for the first time, what is really your favorite tip to tell people when they're, you know, embarking on this brand new property? You know, we, uh, one of the things that we, you know, kind of recently have done is started a system where you can, you know, find your favorite state park. And what you can do is you can kind of check online and check, you know, the, the things that you're interested in. And it will highlight some of the great examples that, that would be of interest to you. And, you know, the other thing that I recommend doing is, you know, contact, you know, you can go online, but also contact the, the local property. And they can frequently give you kind of some insider tips on, oh, this trail is, you know, this is a great trail or this section of hike is good. Or, you know, I usually ask them like, hey, what's your favorite campsite? Mm-hmm. And then they they can kind of give you like, oh, this one, you have great views on it or or whatever. And I, when I was uh, last year, when I was down at Nelson Dewey, they said, oh, these, these walk-in sites are not really walking, but you, and I walked out on like, wow, these are my new favorite campsites. It was just, you know, and that came from talking with the local staff and, and kind of getting their opinion of, of what, what their favorite ideas are. Mm-hmm. That is a fantastic tip. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for joining us on The Cabin today and giving us some some insider uh, information. We love inside tips and we love hidden gems. And of course, we love Wisconsin State Park. So thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. You have a good day now. Awesome. Uh, so fantastic. Yeah. Well, and there's what, 50 state parks total, give or take? Give or take. So we talked about f- 10% of the system just now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these hidden gems. Still a lot out there to explore. And if you find yourself adventuring, hiking, camping, etc., in any of these hidden gem state parks, make sure to tag us on social media at The Cabin Pod or at Discover Wisconsin on Instagram or in the Around the Campfire Facebook group. We haven't forgot about you. I truly love watching that <laughs> Facebook group. I know, there's a lot um, of people post a lot of cool stuff. A there. lot of cool stuff. Except I was a little, I was a little upset. Someone had gone to Yellowstone Lake and posted it's just a lake <gasps> and to that i say how Un- dare you unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable find me this guy's address <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh find us on all those social avenues and tell us what you loved about these state parks we uh genuinely love to see when you guys are out exploring and seeing what you're experiencing around wisconsin and for these adventures specifically make sure you use the official wdnr hashtag 
hashtag out we go to see what hidden gem state parks people are visiting and get some camping inspiration for your next trip. And also, so again, I think the WDNR just does a great job at what they do because they also, I mean, we talked about five. We tried to hit every area of the state. But uh, if for some reason you are not close enough to any of those state parks, they even created a hidden gem state park map, which we will link in the show notes. So make sure that you find this on like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen. And we will have that linked up because that's a really great handy little tool. Love me a good map. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Today's bonus episode of The Cabin was sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources and was hosted by Eric Paulson, Dave Janis, and me, Susan Foch. Produced by me and Audio Dave with video editing by Quinn Sabanak and social media by me and Courtney Haas. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com and don't forget to leave us a review. 